internet's full of true crime podcasts. More and more are added to the list every day. Figuring out where to start or where to go next can be overwhelming. But have no fear, I'm here to help. I'm Bob Ruff, and this is the place to find your next true crime binge. I'm, I'm joined today by Jamie and Jake of the Strictly Stalking podcast, and of course, Miss Erica Cantor is is in her closet. Hello, and, uh, and her mother, Mrs. Cantor, is listening at home. Hi, Mrs. Cantor. I hope. <laughs> um, right off the bat, I have questions. Uh, Jake, why is there what appears to be a straw up your nose? Um, <laughs> what? This <laughs> is a temporary mic placing system so i don't get too close i don't have a windscreen right now this is a temp mic so basically uh-huh. what it is is the straws to prevent me from hitting the mic and popping so it's almost like pavlov's dog a little bit you know uh-huh. what i'm saying i am i am that basic to be fair Bob. Gotcha. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well you know it it looks like it's already been effective because from my angle it appears there's something green on the end as though no. it has actually gone up your nose once or oh twice. it's it, it's it almost has it's a uh a kind of a rubber sort of uh protector so it's i've got you know i've got yourself exactly so it's like <laughs> it reduces the sharp edges and it hopefully gives me a little bit more comfort when i'm trying to get close to the mic so I, you know I, I, thought out i hope we're well, i hope we're using the video for this so everyone at home can see how, what i have to, to see when i record with jake yeah is it every time well every what's amazing time. is there are other ways he could have gone he could have put it on the side he could have put it on the bottom and to hit his chin but he put it where it not only does it have a green thing on the end it mm-hmm. looks like it's touching your nose <laughs> A hundred percent. I've got all, all different colors too. I've got orange, I've got purple, I've got blue. So, you know, I can try the green. The, I went with the green, even though that's more St. Patrick's Day. I didn't have time to get the red one for Valentine's Day. Sorry about that. Right. It, to me, it was just more booger, but uh, yeah, St. Patty's Day. We'll go with St. <laughs> Patty's Day. Yeah, we're recording this on Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day, everyone. Thanks. Yes. Yeah. Happy, happy. Day. Although yes. the, um, the listeners will be hearing this long after Valentine's Day, I'd like to use this moment to make one of my public service announcements. That it is, it is indeed an N at the end of that word, Valentine's Day. Uh, my daughter today has already said Happy Valentine's Day. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> my dad, too. My dad says oh. that. And I've given up on trying to correct it. I'm, okay, thanks, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was cute when my daughter did it when she was six, but she's 17 now. <laughs> so Valentine's Day. I had, But, I mean, in her defense, a few weeks ago on uh, on Groundhog's Day, she said, I said, happy Groundhog's Day. We always have a little quick little interaction before she goes off to go to school. And she said, oh, is, it, is that the day the beaver comes out and sees oh his shadow? God. So <laughs> it's not surprising <laughs> at all. That's great. Don't that, quote me on this either, though, but I think it's actually Groundhog Day. Like, I'm serious. Wow, that's upsetting for me because. <laughs> yes, I just Googled it. I, I think you're, you're right. Okay, yeah. but the movie is coming up. But like, no, I think the day is Groundhog. also. Groundhog, Groundhog Day, Day, not Groundhog's yes. Day. But yep, it, when so. I said it, to be clear, there was an apostrophe there. The way I said, the way I <laughs> meant mm-hmm. it, it was the day of the Groundhogs. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. The the single yeah. Punxsutawney Phil. It's his day. <laughs> and, yeah, trying to recover that with uh, some show off knowledge on that. <laughs> Jamie, I cannot tell you how happy I am to see your dog on your couch because Erica <laughs> has had a bad streak lately of putting on my notes. <laughs> That guests have animals that have since passed away, and it leads to very sad conversations. I was afraid to even bring up the fact that you have a golden retriever. I, I do. Love of my life. Oh, yeah, there's so there's the face. Yeah, He's like, why are you waking me up? Mom? Oh, is it, so, is, so, is, so it, is it Cabo? That's his name, yes. Cabo? Yeah, Cabo. Yeah, just so want to make sure it's not a, that the Cabo didn't die, and then you have a new yeah. one. No, no, he's yeah. he's still youngish. He's six, so he's he's Aww. at a good age where he's not an asshole all the time. Yeah. <laughs> right, but like, right. Still, sometimes Finally you know, mellowed out a little. Yeah. Bit, yeah. I'm, I'm waiting for that sweet spot with my German short hair. He is an asshole every minute of the day. All <laughs> yeah, the good luck. Yeah. Good luck. It takes mm-hmm. a minute. Definitely takes yep. a minute. Yeah. Um, Erica went full creepy this week. Um, in two years of doing this show, so Erica, so Erica does does the background stuff. And in two years of doing this show, I have never asked anyone when their birthday was, but she knows both of yours. 
uh, and they're not <laughs> relevant. I mean, it's not like it's like she put them in there because they're this month. Uh, I see Jake, your birthday's in September, <laughs> and and Jamie, your birthday is in October. Yes, which is need to know information. We okay. That concerns <laughs> me a little we, bit. <laughs> oh, I, she's been I mean, through your trash, Jake. I wow. Really <laughs> no, okay. We've been over this. What happens is when I cannot find very much info about our guests, I feel the need to just like fill the space with any information that I can find. And like the only personal things either of you guys have ever posted on your podcast's Instagram is the birthday posts for each other. So that was like the first thing I saw. You you know, if you were to go to Bloodhound. If you were to go to my personal Instagram, like it's daily of my entire life. So it's it's extremely easy to find every single part about anything personal about me. Oh. Jamie's yeah, the most that. non-private person I know, to be fair. I mean, every everything's out there. So when you said the only thing you can come up with is Jamie's birthday, that was like, okay, maybe you're not that good. But when you found my birthday, <laughs> then I'm like, all right, because I put barely anything out there. So Yeah. And that just, like, it didn't occur to you to look at her. I mean, I don't even know what state they're in. I don't know what region know. of the country. They're California. In. <laughs> we're, we're in California. I, I was going to guess LA just based on your careers, what you do for a living. Um, are you both in the LA area? Which is information area? that I we're like provided. eight minutes away from each other, oddly <laughs> enough, in yeah. in Los Angeles, Greater until, Los Angeles. Until thirty seconds ago, you could have been my neighbors, for all I know, because <laughs> I am much like you, Jake. I very much keep to myself. Nobody. <laughs> I actually had one of my kids. So I have this string. I just, I just I'm almost done with it, but this string of like right after Christmas, three of my four kids have birthdays. Like bang, 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 and mine's in the middle of it. Uh, so all we do is celebrate people's birthdays and go out to dinner and spend thousands of dollars on on big family dinners out to restaurants every every other week or every week and then one of the kids was upset because i didn't make a post on social media about their birthday you didn't oh dear like you did it for all the kids except one no that's what i told him was if you look i haven't posted about any of your fucking birthdays in years (laughs) that's fine then is that the new way to show love apparently is to give them social media clout is that what they're looking for? i guess i'm trying to change the narrative jake i'm trying what i'm trying to do is get people to like listen instead of like telling other people what you're doing just like let the people that are in front of you know what's going on you know <laughs> love it love it because all my entire fam will sit around like we have a very tight-knit family we sit around we have family dinners we sit around the living room and i'll be the only one in the room always that's not staring at their phone while we're having my wife will start a text conversation in the middle of me saying a sentence <laughs> <laughs> that's great like not yeah, like not – and I don't mean like she – like in the middle of me talking, she got a text and like had to look at her phone, which by the way, she didn't have to look at her phone. She could have waited 10 <laughs> seconds until I was done talking. Um, happy Valentine's Day, Becky. I love you. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask you what your romantic plans are for tonight, yeah. but I don't even want to at this point. Sorry. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'll, I'll be like – so uh, at work today, I was doing, and she'd be like, uh-huh, 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 and pick up her phone and start typing. <laughs> God damn it. It makes me so She's like, oh, this is a great time to text that friend I needed to talk to. Yeah. yeah. She'd be like, well, something just popped in my head, and I didn't want to forget. I'm I like, can see that. Coming in. I definitely do that. But <laughs> I do that. But I just a little note in my phone. Like, I, I, always tell mm. ba- or I, to- I always tell Caleb, I'm like, I'm just so busy. I just, like, I can't, I can't be bothered. I need to, I, I have to write down my inspiration as soon as it happens. Otherwise, it's gone. So. But usually it's just a reminder to like, I can almost guarantee groceries. you whatever she was writing in that phone had nothing to do with the word inspiration. I'm no, sure it was. It didn't. Let me see what the last few notes I left for myself uh, were. Uh, buy a new round hairbrush. Uh, oh, those are, hair those are good. The round ones. Yeah. Schedule mm-hmm. a massage. Yep. Self-care. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. yeah that tracks. So, uh, they're all very good well, things. I, I have, a, I have a, a, one of my friends, this is Valentine's Day, I'm going to bring this up. So she was on a date with a guy and he kept checking his phone. He thought, oh, you know, she's like, oh, well, it's a little bit rude, but whatever. So he's on his phone and she, he ends up going to the restroom and whatnot and he keeps getting notifications. He was actually checking for other online dates while he was on the date with her. So basically oh, he didn't want to I've wait. I've done that. He, he knew. <laughs> tell us, Jamie. Tell us your story about that. I want to hear how that went. No, I mean, I think that's kind of normal if you're out dating. Like, if it's not great, like you can, you're, you are. If your hair and makeup is already done, just schedule something else real quick. 
<laughs> oh my god! Do you know how bad I would be at dating? Like I, I, I haven't been on a date since like online dating was even a thing. <laughs> I've been married for a long time. So, but I would be the I couldn't. I would I would just the minute you picked up your phone at the dinner I'd be like all right check please. I'm, <laughs> fuck you like I'm done like I couldn't handle it I could not handle I had uh, one of my renters one time I was talking to her and she was a young very attractive woman and um, was telling me how it was creepy that the guy that was delivering her groceries like like asked her for her number and she's like Ugh. Oh, yeah. I'm like one hundred percent creepy. It's only creepy was, if he's not attractive. That's he true. wasn't. I, I said. So also, true. I mean, he's a that's grocery. So no offense, like, but a grocery delivery man. Like, I have a mortgage to pay. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not. I'm not. A, I'm not on grocery <laughs> delivery man level. So, to me, <laughs> I mean, if he was like, he'd have to be really hot, and then it's it's not going to last more yeah, than it's just like a temporary. More, yeah. Like he's got placeholder, cool. like a placeholder. Yeah. Yeah. Like the pool boy fantasy is a big deal, right? I mean, that's no. like the whole thing is like somebody, no. well, maybe not for you, but people come into your home and whatever. And they're like, I mean, I've seen enough desperate housewives in my day to understand like what that scenario is and what that, you know, TV is so, not real life, right? Yes. Oh, it's not. Oh no. Really but podcasts are right now. Uh, right, yeah. Podcasts are, <laughs> were the real deal. Where the real life happens. Oh, uh, but no, like I, I was like, was he unattractive? She goes, no, he's a good looking guy. It's like, why was it? Like, how do you do it? She's like, uh, he could have looked, he could have found my Snapchat or whatever and like sent me a message. Or I'm like, okay, no, that's way creepy. I think that's creepy. That is, yeah. Yeah. That's what I said. I said, that's it's, him online stalking you, your guys' expertise. Uh, that's less creepy than him just being like, hey, we're two humans that are standing in front of each other that are attracted to each other. I would like your phone number. By the yeah. way, you have your phone number. It's part <laughs> of the app. I know, but that's, that's what I was going to say. Like, if he used the job, because I have seen like, women who got a message from their like DoorDash delivery guy through DoorDash being like, hey, wanna go on a date? And that's I don't think I think that's they get fired for that. I mean that's yeah, exactly. the, you know that's that's grounds for dismissal to not be fair. Like they would never no, not yeah. at all. No. The only message I've ever got from a DoorDasher was could you put your fucking dogs away before I come <laughs> up to the door? <laughs> like, uh, which is fair. It's fair. But it's on them. We t- I tell them well, we have style. a front door and I, I have in the notes, bring the food into the gar- – just just walk into the garage and set it by the step. Don't ring the doorbell. Don't knock on the door. Just drop it and leave because we have dogs. And every time they go to the front door, which is a glass door, and then ring the doorbell, and then our two German shepherds and our German short hair lose their minds for 45 yeah. minutes after they're there. <laughs> yeah, I used to – when I had – I used to have a lot of dogs, and now I just have the one because they all died. <laughs> Just, okay, there it just, is. <laughs> That's, this time it's your fault, Bob. Yeah. <laughs> no, but like people, like it would, like one of them starts barking, they all bark. But you know, now that I just have the golden retriever, nothing. He's silent. Like he never said, I'm barks. I'm looking at Cabo right now, and I can't see him. He's, I don't see him ever getting off that couch. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. no he's he does asleep. not seem he's super so, full yeah. of energy. Uh, well, I, I had to set my. I had to wake up early today i know it's i know we start at nine so i had to wake up early like before nine i'm with you for uh, this yeah. right and so <laughs> my I mean, alarm not today but yes yeah no to, yeah <laughs> so so my alarm went off and i i got out of bed which like wow right and then i yeah. turn on the light and he's like this yeah. <laughs> like, like, why are you turning on the light? Like, what, what happened in here? Like, yeah. I'm like, dude, like, you're literally a dog. Like, don't you have to pee or something at this yeah. point? Like, it's it's 10 to 9. Like, let's go, bro. And he's like, okay. So he made his way downstairs and laid on the couch, which Aww. is where yeah. he's yeah. currently. <laughs> if you're listening to this, this twice now, Jamie has reached back and picked his head up with her hand and let go, just and it flopped back down. Like you would weight, do, like yeah. check a dead person's yeah. arm. She puts, like, she puts a mirror under his nose that's, every that's 20 minutes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yep, there it is. Yeah, that yeah. is a limp dog right there. Yeah. He's a good boy. Jamie, we have a very vocal bulldog. And so when I get up in the morning, again, not very early by most normal no. people's standards, and I turn on the light or whatever. He's I find him buried in a bunch of blankets wherever <laughs> he landed the night before. And as soon as I turn that light on, it's the long longest groan. Just uh, oh yeah, I get the groans and too. He's so mad at me. <laughs> What's well, like? How are you so judgmental of me? Like, yeah. or like, like don't you I, want breakfast? Totally. Breakfast if I go out and I come home late, first of all, 
I could be anybody walking in the house. He doesn't get <laughs> yeah. up. He doesn't come out of the bed. He's in bed already, right? Like, it's, yeah. you know, it's like 11. He's like, oh, I'm fucking, I'm in bed. Yeah. And I go all the way, I get all the way upstairs. I could be an axe murderer at this point. I could have so many weapons. And I turn on the light. And it, again, it's like, hey. <laughs> Like, with squinty eyes, like, looking, like, I can't see it. It's too bright. I I'm want like, bro, that, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> it's so judgy, though. And then he'll, like, look away, like, oh, well, you weren't here when I went to bed. Like, well, if you, <laughs> the contrast is our dogs. So we live way out in the country. We have acres of land, and they have an mm. invisible fence where they can run. They have a dog door, an invisible fence, so they can run around for a huge area. But because we're out in the, the country, we we shut them in our room at night because I don't want them wandering around at night because there's coyotes and stuff out there. Uh, right. So they like to somewhere between four thirty and five o'clock in the morning decide I'm awake. Get up, guys. Let us out. We want to go out. We want to go out and play. And they literally start jumping around on top of us and barking until we open the door and let them. Sl- or, <laughs> and and it's like the bumpus hounds flying out the door <laughs> to go outside every I single love morning. It. Yeah, yeah, not not here. I I literally have to wake him up and be like, "Hey, so like it's time for you to get up and go outside." And I used to I used to carry Rocco to bed, and up until he got to be about fifty pounds, I would lift that little potato up and carry him to bed. And now hmm. he does not even sleep in our bedroom most nights. And now at like about ten o'clock at night, he'll stand in the hallway and stare at us like <laughs> are we going to bed it's bedtime and i'm like bro i don't even go to bed till like one in the morning what are you doing no i i get that too like around 9 30 or yes. so is when he wants to go to bed he'll he'll take a toy i have a toy box now for him he'll bring one he'll go get one of his toys out of his toy box and he'll stand halfway up the stairs with his toy in his mouth and just stare at me like Aww. it's it's time we're going to yeah. bed. So usually I was given. I'm like fuck it, you're right. Like let's go. Like, <laughs> no, that doesn't make sense. We Jake, got Rocco with toy pets? box. Uh, yeah. th- that are living? No, not currently. <laughs> oh, okay. uh, I, have you ever? Have you I ever had, had a pet? I had right? to. Sorry. No. 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 I, I I've never actually. Um. I I used to collect uh, snakes and lizards when I was a kid. So I have a pretty uh, affection for reptiles. Lizard. Yeah, oh they're they're God. very they're very good pets actually. They're very good. Erica they take baths and... with her lizard. I uh, do do you what, what do you have? <laughs> I just gave him a bath yesterday. I have a. Do you have an iguana? Uh, which one? Oh my gosh, those are amazing. Those yeah, are they're so beautiful too. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're uh, they're really you know they're a lot more emotionally driven creatures than you would think, Bob. Um, I know that it doesn't sound like you're going to be purchasing or adopting one anytime soon. But I, or maybe <laughs> go in your backyard. I'm sure under the rocks, there's probably lizards, snakes, all kinds go, yeah. of stuff. That's where Sound I used to find them when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But uh, so, yeah, I don't have anything. I do. I am sort of an uncle to Cabo when Jamie goes on tropical <laughs> vacations or any vacation. I do uh, travel a lot. So I let Jake come yeah. stay with Cabo. Cabo takes yeah. care of Jake. <laughs> he did, pretty much does. So he's uh but um, yeah, other than that, I do love animals, uh, but don't have any currently. I'm kind of living a, a single bachelor life uh, here in Hollywood, and I don't Are you have both single. From the sounds of your stories, Jamie, yeah. you sound like you're also oh, single. I am, yes, yes. Uh, th- that, um, <laughs> is, is this a match? So if there's like anyone out, if, if anyone's listening, you live five Let me comb my hair here. Wait yeah. a minute. If, if anyone <laughs> out there is listening, I now's the you know shoot your shot. Let's, into let's go. But I prefer hit your Instagram. Yeah, so I mean, over six feet tall, DMs. completely covered in tattoos. I love the neck tattoos, the knuckle, even face. I I do all that. Um, all the muscles are cool. You're into like MGK. I am. I am, but like older, like yeah. no, no one that looks twelve for me. Right. <laughs> Listen, uh, you just uh, described. I have. This a is a matchmaking show. I knew it. I absolutely knew it. Valentine's Day. Yeah. I was gonna say, Erica, it's Valentine's Listen, Day. I knew something was up. I'm just saying. I, I thought know. she was trying to flatter me. Uh, no, that's that's definitely my type. It's funny because talking to my girlfriends, they'll be like, I'll be like, you know, like the tattooed one. And they'll be like, "Which one?" They're all. They look. They all. They all look the same. They do. They all look the same. I'm just looking for something specific. (laughs) (laughs) I do. I'm looking at the screen here. What you're looking for is uh, now. I see why it's not. It's not Jake at all. 
Uh, you do not look <laughs> tattooed or like. I no, I'm I, bro. I'm as uninked as they come. I, I don't yeah. even like Jamie. I believe is tattooed on the inside, not the outside. Obviously, like I would think Jamie, you would have <laughs> a million tattoos weird. by now. It I does, know. but no. But I, I, I don't do have any on tattoos. The, I'm on like, the inside. I'm so it's perfect all, it's all already. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's just just pure as the driven snow. Um, Jamie, you yeah. or Jake, you look like um. Wherever you're at right now, that whoever designs hospital did your interior decorating. <laughs> Where I, mean, I don't. I actually said he hasn't like even Cabo, unpacked. I, yeah. I don't think yeah. he's unpacked in a year. Yeah, I, I moved. Uh, I moved a year ago, and I'm still sort of in that. Uh, you know that I don't know. It's weird. I, I'm very slow. Like I, I when I commit, I commit 100. Uh-huh. percent But I'm slow even on furniture, on lighting, on decor. It's been a year, you know. Jake. You can just. You can I know, just but that's slow. Like I, I just, couch. I just threw myself under the bus. I did no. I, I, hundred percent. I mean, Jamie, you're, you're in my living room. If I could get like a green screen of your backdrop, I could just put it here, and I would look a lot. So you want to be comfortable at your house? Why? Well, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm actually I'm, get I'm, furniture. <laughs> I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Yeah, I mean, but, I mean um, so. Jake has a just a plain white wall behind him, decorated with nothing but shadows. Uh, and, and and Jamie's background looks like it's a like a a, a stock uh, Zoom background. If it weren't for the dog, you wouldn't even think it was real. Well, it's actually it's it's my favorite artist there that made that, oh, Louis Carrion. I, I feel like I could draw that. You know, you could, <laughs> but, um, but you wouldn't like it. He if gifted I it to me, luckily, because then later I was like, oh wow. Paintings are even worth that much? Like, I had no fucking idea. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> and he, he was like my neighbor, a friend of mine. He's like, here, like, do you want? I'm like, sure, thanks. Like, because I, I like very black and white. Like, most of my house is black and white now. Right. Well, I think it really ties Except for the orange dog. From but... what I can see. Right, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so y- you guys you guys work in the TV industry. Now, um, Jamie, you're a casting director? Yes. Okay. Um, any parts that I could, you know, that need oh a six God. foot tall, uh, forty four year old, tattooed, slightly overweight uh, guy who doesn't shower very often? Uh, any parts of it? Why'd you throw that? Like, just hygiene factor. I, mean, I will shower if it, if the role requires it, but I mean, I feel like there's got to be a role for a guy who works from home and goes to the gym in the morning right. and then just works in his gym clothes all day. Um, um, I should do my hair or something for this. <laughs> you guys could be a real big career shift here for me. Oh you know, I I think the tattoo thing is like becoming more popular, unfortunately, because then it's like there's like less in the dating pool for me, I feel, because like the Kardashians are out there like, hey, tattoos are cool now, guys. Like, right. <laughs> can you guys go back to like the football players? Because I don't want that. Mm-hmm. You know, like can it's it's really it's. It's kind of ruining me, but um, but now that like the Kardashians are into it, people are scooping up all the cute tattooed boys. It, it's kind of fucked up, to be honest. Listen, <laughs> like I'm I out there competing with the Kardashians. Like it's not right. <laughs> Listen, you know, around here in the Midwest, uh, I, I deal with it, it. Doesn't matter what. So Yellowstone's huge right now. My wife is in love with Rip from Yellowstone. I don't know if either of you guys are I don't, like every, I don't everybody that. is. Everybody loves Rip and she's in her he every time he walks on screen she's like, "Ooh, look at him." Like, "You ass, I'm him." He's <laughs> he's like a so mid- You should be flattered. Take it yeah. She didn't say, "Ooh, Bob." She said, "Ooh, Rip on <laughs> sitting fucking right next to her." He's a he's a mid 40s guy, a little overweight bearded wearing a Carhartt that's fucking me that was me long before Yellowstone ever came around and okay. and but so you just you still just get looked right everybody goes to your industry uh Jake and Jamie and they look right past us real people we're out there just you know just just grinding it out every day no no your there's thoughts. real like there's <laughs> most people on TV are real looking people i think i mean except for the kardashians bring that back yeah. but right <laughs> yeah. so that's not realistic <laughs> That's, that's a good point, up. though, because you have, I mean, I think there's a change and there's definitely a shift in that, like a, a wanting real faces, real people, a great diversity, but also uh, there's a lot of people that are majorly enhanced out there, too. So there's like oh, yeah. these two sides majorly of the spectrum, enhanced. right? Where it's like, yeah. be real, but be as 
fake and as altered as you can at, at the same time. When I use the term fake, I mean in terms of not you were not born with it was modified, <laughs> everything else like that. So right. ultimately, like like cosmetically enhanced. He's talking about the BBL. Is that what it is? BBL. What's that? Is it, is it, or is it the BB? What's it? What is it when they get the big butts? What's it called? I, oh, Brazilian butt lift. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. BBL. Well, that, well, that's uh, wait, uh, Jake, for? how'd you oh know that? Because I didn't know that. That's amazing. <laughs> I didn't know what you were quoting for a second, but no, I, I do yeah. study cosmetic uh, uh, surgery procedures and ultimately like the shift in terms yeah. of like, you know, how narcissism affects certain things and how people's body dysmorphic disorder, you know, impacts certain things. So I'm all like, whatever makes you happy, go ahead and do it hundred percent, whatever you feel that you're in tune with. Mm-hmm. However, when it comes to casting, Bob, there is that whole perspective where it's like, where I want real faces when everything else like that, but then everybody's really pushing it to the max with, you know surgery filters a lot of things that are really mm-hmm. just making us look like hype ai hyper realistic versions of the yeah. archetype of what we think we are well it was you know for for us, us regular guys out there you know it's <laughs> nice to see and ladies i'm sure you're seeing more of a trend at least for me as a consumer of not the perfect model type mm-hmm. folks that are on to, but even 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 rip who's played by cole hauser even that's fake he's a ginger and he has his hair all dyed black for that show. So even he's fake. He, wow. Uh, how dare he. I <laughs> Listen, I was all about Terrible. him. When, as I said, when, when, when that show comes, it came out and everybody started like seeing him as like this, this big sex symbol everybody loved. It's like, ah, he's the everyman. And then until we realized, like I said earlier, that, that they only, that's only attractive when it's on the TV. When it's sitting next to you, it can just take the trash out and shut the fuck up. Oh, I'm not do sure you, if it. You, are you okay, Bob? Yeah, yeah. There's some things going on here. I, I didn't know we were going to get into this. <laughs> <laughs> um, I hit her right at five thirty yeah, in the so morning. Yeah, so you guys are therapists for Bob. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you you would be shocked Fine. how much we hear. I'm obviously great at relationships, so <laughs> right. I think that you're bringing a very nice, fresh perspective to Bob. Yeah. So, yes. Yeah. I actually yeah. today is like my celebration day because three yeah. years ago I got out of the most horrific relationship with the biggest loser today on Valentine's on Day. On Valentine's Day. Congratulations. Yeah. Nice. Thank that's the you. that's the day to, to to make your exit for I sure. I think it Absolutely. is. Absolutely. I think I, it hurts I think most. so. Yeah, for sure. That's so nice. I have a question for you, Jamie, about about casting because a good friend of mine, Lisa Zambetti, is also a casting director out there. Um, I don't know how that works if you guys' paths ever crossed. Yeah. No, um, we're but, never for all casting directors hate each other. We're never friends. Okay. Bob just pulled the like, oh my god, you're from Indiana. Do I'm you know kidding. this person that I know? <laughs> they're in the same fucking, like, the same job. Well, yeah, when you said Midwest, Bob, I was like, I was like, I'm from Missouri. I'm from St. Louis originally, so I don't yeah. know how close you are to there right now. So we're in Michigan. Uh, oh, Erica's in, in Indianapolis. In, Indiana. Yeah. Oh wow. Um, okay. But but, mm-hmm. but Lisa is the uh, casting director for uh, Criminal Minds, and I love I'd that asked show. Her, Yeah, and I had asked her one time. I, I was like, can't you give me a Give me a part on there, a little guest spot, huh? Something. And she told me that she can't because of my tattoos. Is that true or false? She's she's like, it's you you we you can't we can put tattoos on you, but we don't want people that are covered with tattoos because then you always is that is that accurate or did Lisa just not want me to be on TV? Um, it just it depends on the show. I mean, they do often add tattoos to people if tattoos uh-huh. are needed. Um or take them off, you know. It, but that's pretty easy. You can also just take them right off with with makeup, you know. Right. So yeah. I don't think it's a huge thing. So, Depends on when you were asking, though, because I don't think Criminal Minds is still on, is it? I think they just They're rebooted. Doing, like, they came back yeah, on oh. streaming only. I think. Yeah. Really? I want to watch it. Bob, I can tell you this from from this standpoint is like exactly what Jamie said about the makeup. They can cover that. There's a lot of like a list. I just stars. said it, like, but Jake wants to re say. I'm gonna I'm gonna re say it. I'm gonna re. So I'm gonna say exactly it. what so Jamie I'm say said. Exactly. I didn't what Jamie understand said what she framing. said. If you could man, if you could explain, you it. Could I'm gonna explain mansplain it. it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that has nothing, Jamie. You know that's not mansplaining. The reason I'm I'm actually giving you a tribute. To if, I say, say, tell if, you, if I could say, if I could say exactly, if I could say exactly what Jamie said, he's gaslighting you now too. He's like, no, 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 no. That's not mansplaining. Let me make. As I'd like to say exactly what Jamie said. <laughs> Everybody else except you, Jamie, sees it as a compliment when I say, well, as Jamie no. said. <laughs> you say it a lot. I, I, yeah, but I, everybody else is a compliment. Like, so exactly what Jamie said, I'd, I'd just like to re-say it with more words. <laughs> uh, no, this this one was actually a transition. So Jamie okay, and I have okay. this rapport. Yeah. So I'm, I'm let me, Jamie and I have an interesting relationship. I'll tell you about what she does to me behind the scenes. 
Anyway, Whoa, but, for now, <laughs> yeah. but, but, but for now, um, when it comes to tattoos, there was a lawsuit with Mike Tyson mm-hmm. with his facial tattoo for the hangover. So a lot of oh, times I remember they, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's, there's, they're always worried also too about IP. Like if somebody has a particular design or anything else like that. So uh-huh. that's another layer to that whole tattoo that's situation. That's what I was going to say. Like for the artist, like me, I don't know if this is what you're kind of part of what you're talking about, but like for like obviously tattoos are done by artists artists and they are artwork so like that i thought might that be that could that be potentially an issue of like not 100%. having well you can like, get paperwork from the yeah artist. you just yeah i think when yeah. you get a tattoo if you are in that industry when you get a tattoo just get the right paperwork like saying that yeah, yeah. Not i think lisa it. just didn't want me to be on tv basically yeah she's got a lot of excuses body, but no solutions like i'm yeah. wondering about that yeah, uh, basically, so. are you guys you still friends said, though you're still yeah. you're good? Mm-hmm. well that was our last conversation i don't know how <laughs> and the show's been off the air for five years um but, <laughs> but yeah basically she just said you have too many tattoos to like do anything in hollywood and i was like well i just wanted well. to be a dead body i didn't really want to be in hollywood um, and I mean, I don't think you have too many tattoos. You could be a house husband. That's what I'm looking for. That's um, <laughs> not yeah, mine because uh, you're already someone else's. I'm just saying in general. Right. If anyone's yeah. out there, wow, the, 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 the screw turns, turns on this one. This is very yeah, yeah. It's like set <laughs> set them up and then knock them down. You know, uh, Jake. So you also work in uh, in TV and you do uh, it says you develop and produce creative content, which is about as vague as. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> notes can it's generality be. so you know yeah. anybody anybody who needs creative content developed i'm your guy uh so basically i'm a producer as well so i produce movies for tv uh different series i've worked in reality i've worked in scripted over the years and so a lot of the things that i do most of the content is years and years of development and then very few things like go but when they go uh-huh. it's it's really phenomenal so I'm, I'm kind of jumping into the once jamie and i started this podcast i was like all right i'm really going to start to embrace the immediacy of the platform of podcasting and ultimately kind of grow within that and be able to share stories and do everything else like that so that's what i've kind of enjoyed doing is is you know covid kind of set everything back you know we couldn't film or do any productions for a while so i started to kind of adapt and say well wait a minute the short form content and what we're doing with the podcast world is something that's really valuable and rewarding to me so i'm going to go in that direction nice Man, i lived I, I my best you. life during covid god i miss it it ch- it, it changed my life good times i miss it changed it. my life so I, much for I the really, better sure. me too mm-hmm. i fucking miss yeah. it man i want to like i mean without like the People right. dying. Like exactly. people dying and all that. I mean, right that now. sucks, but like for me personally. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I know. I know. I'm just like, staying home, you know? I just had out. this conversation with my wife last night. So she brought up and uh, her little time hop thing on on mm-hmm. on whatever, Facebook or something like that. Um, she like brought up a post that I had made like 10 years ago on february 13th. And she's like, look at this. You're like, I don't want to wait till tomorrow. I just want to let you know. That I love you so much and blah, this big romantic post that I made. And she's like, hmm, when's the last time you did something like that? And and I was just telling her, look, it's because of the pandemic that caused me to realize that you I don't give a no, shit if anybody ever. Yeah, it, it's the same thing with the kids' birthdays. It really it, it, it led to this whole conversation, which is like during the pandemic when I was locked down and I was like, all you had was like social media and everyone pissed me off. So I like unfriended everyone, uh, which really upsets people, by the way. Like if you're friends with them in person, but not on Facebook, that's upsetting to a lot of people, evidently. Uh, But I was just like, I don't care about internet people anymore. I only like, I just want to deal with people here. And so I would never make that post now, not because I don't love you, honey, but because it's none of anyone's fucking business if I love you. I think you should and, just make uh, the post. Like I don't. This is didn't yeah. accept that at the all. The amount yeah. of time that it takes you to explain why you can't make a Valentine's Day post for your wife that you married and are in love with, I think maybe if you just make the post, it would have been a better. But, I mean, uh, Jake. But, I mean, me and Jake well, are both single. We me, we yeah, could be wrong. You're not going to win this one, Bob. But, I mean, honestly, it's not worth the pain and the you suffering. To back me up, Jake. Uh, <laughs> literally, it'll take you two minutes for potentially, you know, two years of of pain and reminders and things like that. So I would say, and this comes from experience from an eight and a half year relationship I was in that wasn't 
great, unfortunately, towards the end. Um, so I would say just they usually just aren't, or you'd still be in them. <laughs> very, very <laughs> well said, there. Jamie. See that—that's some advice right there. That's actually really good advice. Listen, um, I just got a whole bunch of advice from Jamie, who just said she's terrible at relationships. So maybe <laughs> she's not the best. <laughs> well, you're going to cut that out, Bob. Right? You're going to yeah, edit this, going, right? I'm going strong with my marriage. <laughs> I mean, Amen. 45, 45 and single, but yeah, I could give you some great advice. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I did? Okay, now, now, now. Hear me out, Jamie. Tell me what I did is I, I I went and I got a Valentine's card, and then I wrote a much even sweeter than I put on Facebook romantic message, a long paragraph on it. And this morning, I handed it to her for her to read my words to her while while laying in bed. But if you don't post coffee. it online, does it exist? Like, do oh her my friends God, I see hate it? That so much, but that's that's how people and I hate have her friend I'm, like. I'm, because Pushing look, she's not she's not gonna that. take she's not gonna take a photo of the card and send it out on the group chat because then it just looks weird, right? Like so you it have to post desperate, yeah. Yeah. Oh. So you have to post it so her friends can see it so she can like like um, you know, what's it? Take a picture share of it, it and then yeah, share it with her friends that way. She can't just like take a picture like, Oh, look, he gave me this card while I was laying in bed, here's a picture of it. And like, no, that doesn't work but, that way. But see, here's my my and, and I think I think this could maybe help both of you guys out. You know, <laughs> uh, Erica and I are in both in committed relationships are going great. <laughs> Uh, is that maybe we should stop seeking other people's validations for what we're doing you know i will say like caleb and i's relationship is absolutely like that bob we literally have no idea when our anniversary is we're like i don't know we met sometime in february so like oh see that you guys should break up that's bad you should know that information it's not important do do you both feel that that a lot of times with social media relationship sort of criteria or um, let's say thresholds are performative in a way like people spend more time trying to promote the happiness promote the excitement in a relationship versus actually working on the interpersonal communication. I 100% right. think they're that. They're just trying to convince everybody else they're in a great relationship so well, that they well, can convince themselves they're in a great relationship. Yeah. See, like I'm the old fuddy-duddy that, that says, you know what, you got, the social media is ruining because you're spending so much time typing that Facebook post instead of actually, you know, connecting with the person in front of you. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, uh, married for But you can make like a smaller single, so. post. Like a, <laughs> but it's like an appreciation. Like you should make it like some kind kind of a small appreciation post like hey this is my two, wife i married her happy sentences. valentine's day yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I, but i've already set two myself up for that because if i were to do that then immediately all of my children would come up and say oh mom gets a post where's my birthday post where's- yeah mom gets a post you married her you know what I've you known- can do, Bob? You can just hide it on Facebook from your children. There's a way you can literally That's also like, true. single out My children, out I don't people. think are on Facebook. I don't think anybody under 40 is on Facebook. I'm anymore. not on Facebook. Uh, Wait, I'm over 40. Wait, what? <laughs> I'm on Facebook. I'm, on I'm Facebook. not on Facebook. <laughs> I'm you on know, Instagram. I know, I know people who have broken up based on the lack of social media posts announcing and cher- sh- uh, sort of cherishing and promoting their relationship. I know people that have kept their relationship secret and one of the significant others really caused a rift between them because they yeah. wanted to be like, hey, are you, are you, are you, are you ashamed me. of me? Don't you want to be, are you seeing and other me, people? It's so good that that was, that, that, they, that was exposed and that relationship ended before they, re- so they realized early that somebody in the relationship's a psycho, right? But I found that guys. I found that guys that, me, that no, won't post. <laughs> but I, it, in my in my experience, guys that won't post anything, no pictures or anything, are cheating. Yeah. I've also found that like ninety eight percent of guys cheat. The difference between like you're in California, we're in the Midwest. Like people in the mid, like men in the Midwest are so emotionally not intellectual. That like they just don't even think I'm about posting. Right that could be true. Here that could come be true. the fan letters, Erica. Here come here come all the praise. Check that social media in about twenty minutes. No, that could be true, but I but I do think like if they're not willing to, or even if like I've had guys that I've gone out with a couple times, and it comes like the photo opportunity comes up. You know, like we're in a group maybe, or you know whatever. And they're like, oh, don't tag me, really. 
Oh, that's yeah, that's that's like that is so sus. Like I'm out. I'm done. Oh, that would be red flag. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that that for sure. If Becky were to take a picture of me because she posts, she's a social media monster. She's on there all the time. So if she were to take a Valentine's Day, Becky, yeah, to take a picture (laughs) and I said, don't tag me in it, then for sure it would have to be because why would you do it unless you were cheating on that? But yeah, like, why would you not? Like, I don't care if she posts it. I just don't care. To. Also, I never look at social. I wouldn't even know that she posted to begin with. Well, you have to also see like, like that, like if they're posting a lot. Like, do they post all the time? Do they? You know, is it their thing? Because right. if yeah. it's not, if they're posting like one photo a year, they're probably that's not going to post you anytime soon. That's so, like, in the Midwest. That's yeah. kind yeah. of understand. <laughs> that's that's more understandable. It's all the guys I take. <laughs> right, but that's yeah. more understandable. But if they're like every day, like this is my meal that I ate today, bitch, post me too. Like, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. This is what you slept with. Is, I think that's where we come together. I agree. If yeah. you're dating someone that posts their meals, um, st- stop dating them immediately. First, <laughs> like, like nobody gives a fuck what that person's eating. I don't know why people do that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, do you but, get and the then idea? They won't post a picture of you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, so I like look be, better it, than a male. Come on. Right. Yeah, if you, exactly. if you, it, like, if you and I were dating, you would see immediately, like, oh, this guy doesn't do social media. I feel like you wouldn't think anything of me not posting on social media because I never post on social media. Right. Your problem, right. Bob, is that you are like social media famous, kind of. I mean, like, you have a presence, whether you like Oh, that's it or definitely not. what burned me out on it. <laughs> Well, that's, yeah, that's hundred percent sure. what burned me on. It was is work. I, I was just, just dealing with horrible people on the internet because I have to makes it so I don't want to deal with internet people when I don't have to. No, I definitely mm-hmm. take that into consideration, like yeah. whether they post or not in general. But well, that's but that that's when problem. it but that's when it comes in. Uh, well, but yeah. that's when it comes in. Like if I tag them or not. Like can I tag you in this? Like and if it's a no, oh, yeah. like. T- Bro, why not? Like, what's up? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, and I've been been stuck in the middle of situations like that before I don't want to get into, but where I, like, have, like, made a a work post about colleagues in a way, and then they're like, dude, what the fuck? Why'd you put... I'm like, what do you mean, why did I put that out there? I didn't know it was a secret, and you didn't act like it was a secret. Uh, Yeah. yeah. You always gotta ask. So, so, um... (laughs) So why are we here? Right? <laughs> yeah, like, this has it's been a, a dating like, show, I think. Listen, right? I, I told know. you the podcast romance with Ruff. I thought that, no, <laughs> yeah, the only the only reason like this podcast ex- exists <laughs> is because, as I said, I work alone and I don't do social media, so it's my only chance to talk to humans. So um, I was needing to get that off my chest. I'm glad you guys were here for it. Uh, oh yeah, and you guys did a podcast or something. We should talk about that, I guess. Um, so your podcast, Strictly Stalking, as a joke, obviously, I know you were here for talk about the podcast. Uh, <laughs> Str- Strictly Stalking, you guys are a pre-pandemic podcast. Uh, you started just in time, what, January 2020? And yeah. you put out a ton of content since in over 160 episodes. You guys come out, when, every Tuesday? Yep, once a week. Every Tuesday. Okay, well, thanks for being here. <laughs> no problem. Uh, it was fun. No, how did you say yes or no question? <laughs> it was, actually. Yeah, I mean, Jamie answered it all she could. Yep. yep. Yes, Your uh, Honor. <laughs> yeah. So how, how did you guys come up with you guys? You guys both work in, in, in television and film. Uh, so how did you come up with the idea of starting this true crime podcast? Well, I'll answer it because otherwise it'll... Take too long if Jake does. But I know re-answer. Well, he's going to repeat it right afterwards with a couple extra words. Yeah, he'll he'll repeat it. So exactly what Jamie said. Yeah. (laughs) But. Um, So I really wanted, well, we met and like noticed that we both had, like we both enjoyed true crime, you know, chatted about that. We met on a movie. And um, I called him one day and I was like, yo, I really want to do a true crime podcast. Like. All the good murders are taken. Like, there, people aren't even murdering enough people in time to get a new podcast out. Like, it's, <laughs> it's insane, right? Like, yeah. every podcast, every murder is done. Um, and so I just mostly wanted to like vent and complain and then like hang up on him because that's just like right. my personality. And he was like, well, you know, no one's really doing a podcast about stalking. And I was like, well, I don't know anything about stalking. That's stupid. I'm not going to do that. And I hang up. Um, <laughs> and then, so I think about. <laughs> I'm also very dramatic. True story, so, actually, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I started thinking about it. I'm like, well, shit, there's she's like a whole single, crime. She's yeah. a single lady. <laughs> single. <laughs> also, I'm also very dramatic. I will call you and then hang up on you. Um, yeah. <laughs> when, when you. When you solve my problems, I'll just hang up. So, um, right. 
So, yeah, so I thought about it. I was like, well, shit, there's a whole crime out there that I don't know anything about. Like, and I feel like I'm pretty proficient in crime things. Uh, so I started researching it. I was like, okay, like, you know, this could be something big here. And, um, you know, and then we just moved forward with it. And, you know, it on a serious note, like, it really did kind of turn into something else where we were like, oh, like, we could actually save lives and, like, help people and change lot, change laws. <laughs> Um, change laws and you know make a difference so that's the short story and now jake can re-explain it with the long story okay i'm, yeah. in, I'm in prison here i can't I say kidding. anything i'm I can't kidding. say any word that she just I'm used because it's, apparently it's copywritten <laughs> so yeah and i don't want to get sued to be fair right um no. i have a lot to say about it but yeah I, I think that was a great story and that was uh exactly accurate um what I will say uh, from my own personal perspective and my own insight without using any of Jamie's language yeah. is that the impact that we've made was completely unintentional. Uh, understanding to hear in the, in the words of the people that have survived these horrific events, uh-huh. I didn't realize the impact that that was going to have on myself, but also the public at large, because so many of these people come forward and they're not believed by friends or family. Um, law enforcement doesn't take them seriously. Um, there's sort of a revictimization when it comes to this. And to be truthful, the laws aren't great. Depending upon where you live, um, the laws could be great, but the police station you go to is really un- ill-equipped to deal with stalking cases. Uh, or yeah. you could have some you know, where the laws are bad, but you have great police force. So it, it's really about bringing people together to have them collectively share their stories and put them in a position where they're heard, they're believed, and they feel comfortable. They feel at home. They feel safe enough to deliver their story, get it on record so it's out there and can impact other people and hopefully, again, make some changes and offer some really, really good support in the world. Well, and it's so important, too, for law enforcement to particularly to take Issues like this, not always necessarily stalking, but other issues. Seriously, I just I just witnessed with some some people that I know in the last month, where for the fifth time, the uh, the police had to be called to this house for domestic, um, and the police got there. the The person hadn't physically hurt anybody, but uh, scared the shit out, screaming, yelling, mm-hmm. ripping things off walls, throwing things to the point where they were terrified and called the police. And the police got there and just said, oh, well, he didn't touch anybody. So, okay, well, nothing we can do and left. And it's, it's just like, how many stories have we heard where, you know, once someone ends up dead, same thing with stalking, somebody, you know, it's like the people will keep calling the police. Uh, Laura Richards has been a huge advocate. I'm sure you guys are, are familiar amazing. with her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, it, trying to advocate to get better. Li- and a lot of it has to do with police waking up. And when people are calling about someone stalking them to go, well, they didn't touch you or or check any of these boxes. So we're not going to do anything about it until somebody ends up dead. And then and then everybody can look back and go, look at all these warning signs you had leading up to this that got ignored. Well, I think that the thing is, though, is that, you know, when you go back to police training, they're not training warning signs. Their police right. training is set up in a certain way where they get there, the crime has been committed, they need to solve it. Like how, you know, that they have a specific type of training. So I don't think that you can lay a lot of blame. I mean, we can always blame the police. <laughs> but I don't think you can really lay a lot of blame on the police officers. I think you need to look at it as a whole and, like, go back to the training like, where's the disconnect? Like, and and I, I get it. I understand it. And I don't know how to solve it. But I understand, like, you can't be a police officer and move forward on your emotions. You can't. Like, you can't be like, well, I've got this feeling that he's going to kill her. Like, I wish it worked like that. And it works like that on TV. But, like, it doesn't work like that in real life. Like, they they go through rigorous training, you know. And they have to, there has to be physical evidence. There has to be things there in order to, like, arrest somebody in order to move forward which sucks looking at it like from our point of view especially if we're being victimized so like i said i don't have a solution to this other than like a different type of training a better training but they their hands are tied so i don't want to like lay a lot of blame on like policemen or women but more like the industry as a whole and go back to the training of it 
I was just going to say that, like, the thing that I I feel like that we all have to kind of, I think a lot of people have acknowledged, but maybe don't recognize this as being sort of just the way things kind of have to be. But law enforcement does get so many false alarm calls. I mean, when it comes to stalking, when it comes to missing persons, missing children, I mean, the statistics are that, you know, like 90% of missing persons cases are solved within the first 24 hours because they found the person, you know, it was a mistaken whatever. So there are, they those things do exist and they do happen all the time to these police officers. How are they supposed to know when it's, you know, a, a real serious situation or when it's a false alarm? And I think that goes back to what you were saying, Jamie, with having the proper training and picking up on those red flags, you know. When, well, and they have to understand understand the law not like right it seems like and 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 i know lots of i was a fireman for years so i worked with i know i know and and respect a lot of cops i work with them a lot mm-hmm. but it uh, sometimes it seems like it's like well we know six laws and if you don't break so like in like a domestic like for example for an officer to tell someone who told the story of what happened oh well they didn't touch you so it's it, there's nothing i can do that's not true. Mm-hmm. See, the definition of assault by the law is putting someone in a position where they are in fear for their safety. Battery is when they actually touch you. Screaming in someone's face and ripping something off a wall and throwing it near them is the definition of assault. But you never see it prosecuted. You know, they only like it's like if there's no battery, we're not dealing with assault. And it's it's almost like they don't know. It exists, but then the other side of it when it comes to stalking, and that's one of the things Laura's always really pushing for, and she's got some legislation passed through the UK, is to get stalking laws on the books. Because you're you're exactly right, Jamie, where like if someone's just like following you around or doing, you know, some of these these stalking behaviors, they're not, they're maybe not breaking a specific law. They're really the officer's hands really are tied. But that's why I think we need to get legislation in place. To where that is a violator is something give give the the police officers more tools in their toolbox to where exactly. they more can tools. do something about it. Well, and a lot of times I don't think police officers are are they don't know what questions to ask because if mm-hmm. I go to if I go to the car I can call nine one one and be like somebody left flowers outside my door. I mean, that'd be amazing, but somebody left flowers outside <laughs> my door. I'm terrified. Nine one one is going to be like, ma'am, <laughs> it's Valentine's Day. Like, calm down. But what they should ask is, like, why are you scared? Like, is there a history of flowers being left outside your door by, you know, a deranged lunatic that has been stalking? You know, I mean, they can't ask those types of leading questions. But a lot of times people are emotional when they call or when they're talking to the police. So they leave things out. So I think with proper or with different training, police officers can ask the right questions to, to get to where it needs to be. Like, why are you scared? What has this person done? Like, you know, I these flowers could be left by my ex-boyfriend who used to abuse me, who right. suddenly just found out where I live. But I'm terrified and I'm like, there's flowers outside my door and I know it's him. Mm-hmm. You know, right. and what? so that's kind of where I think better training comes in. That's such a great example because, yeah, how would they handle that? Like, I'm calling the police because there's flowers at my house. They're not going to take that seriously. Right. But, but to the, some but women out there, is, that's the most terrifying thing in the world because that means the that their abuser just be, found them. Yeah. It could be a big sign of danger in, mm-hmm. in particular instances. Yeah. And I don't, and I'm like you, I don't know the solution to that, how you, how you fix that. But, but I think a big start to that process is what you guys are doing, which is to let these stories get out there and create more awareness about it because it's not like it's just the two of you talking on strictly stalking about these cases like you have survivors on you have advocates on you have experts on the show that are sharing the stories and explaining all this stuff and and i think that awareness is it's taking us in the right directions towards hopefully coming to some kind of a solution that will that will put a stop to this for sure or at least slow it down yeah i mean i think that's just the awareness you know so that we can figure out and ask questions and you know, that's how you learn. We've had law enforcement Uh, officers reach out to us who have said that by listening to the show, they've been able to deal with stalking survivors a lot. They've been able to get them 
into a position where they understand a little bit more. Like the show has kind of offered up a level of understanding context That's and how great. important that is. Yeah. yeah um, in terms of what you were all talking about, because one incident is isolated, doesn't seem like a threat, but you compile all those things together and it becomes a very serious threat. So that's something that when people listen to the show, they're like, this is in the words of the survivors. These people are still living it. Some from four months, others 40 years. It, it really, yeah. stalking most of the time never stops, unfortunately. And, and that's what, like, sometimes I wish that, because oftentimes you see that response, which is, well, if they didn't do X, Y, Z, then I can't do anything. Mm-hmm. And they leave. It's, it's like, even, okay, you can't arrest them, whatever. But if you could just take it one step and go find them and talk to them exactly. and let them know you're watching, right. in a lot of cases, I think that would make an impact if it was like, oh, shit, the, like, the police are involved in this. But I, I, I feel like I would, you know, certainly I've never been in the position, thankfully, but I feel like if, if someone was to do some stalking, abusive type behavior, and then the victim calls the police and the police blow them off, I feel like that would be empowering to this, the stalker where they're like, oh, they're, yeah, go ahead, call the police. They're not going to do anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they have to know that that's going to be that that victim is going to be less likely to call the police the next time. They don't see that there's going to be any kind of consequence. You know, is it that like? I mean, I like, I think each case is is really different, and that's where a lot of the problem lies. Is mm-hmm. you know, sometimes if you go to the police and get a restraining order, that works. You know, and that person's right. like, "Well, shit, I messed up. Like, I don't want to get in trouble." Sometimes that's why they kill you. <laughs> You know, they're like, right. they, you've pushed them that far over. You've pushed your stalker that far over the edge. And they're like, well, you know what? They've gone to the police. And if I can't have them, no one will. And I'm just kind of clicheing it up, you know, a little bit. Yeah. But and and then they come and kill you. Like, you know, so each case is super different in that, unfortunately. Yeah. I mean, I do think you should go to the police if you're being stalked, obviously. Yeah. Um, and a restraining order generally, I mean, certainly there are those instances like you talked about where that might be a trigger. but the the nice thing about a personal protective order or restraining order is if you go through that step and have that done and signed by a judge the next time they come and do something now they are breaking a law and now yeah, they and can be trail. arrested yeah. yeah well it's more than a paper trail you know if they leave flowers on your porch you can't do anything about that but if you have a restraining order that says they can't right. they can't come within 100 feet of your house and they leave flowers on your porch now they have broken the law and right. now there can be a consequence. Right. But what I've, I've heard a lot of, so I've, I don't know if this is in every state or if it's different, but from one of the things I've heard, because yeah, like filing a restraining order creates this, you know, it can be an impetus for either an escalation or de-escalation, mm-hmm. but at least you have that like trail of this is a repeated th- problem. Yeah. So that yeah. next time you go, they can, you, you can say like, look, and that might not always work, but it might, it could help. But then something I've heard, and I don't know if this is in every state is that to get the restraining order obviously you'd have to provide your address that is true to the person yes so they know where they're not allowed to be but then that gives right. them your address now if you i mean that. well and, and i that kind of sucks <laughs> about that yeah. but also if they're stalking you and they're already coming to they your house they know where you know. live sure, sure but if it's like a cyber thing i mean there are instances you know where where that is detrimental yeah, because I actually, so I do have a little bit of personal experience with this. I had a brief uh, cyber stalker um, a few years ago. I was back, it was back when I was bartending and he came to my bar and was being, he was a very awkward and uh, nerdy kind of guy. He was being very nice and asked for my number. And I, of course, lied and told him I had a boyfriend at the time. And he, so then he's like, no, 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 just for friends, just as friends. And he sat at my bar for long enough and kept asking long enough. Finally, I was just like, all right, fine. You can, you can have my number. We'll be friends. I'll, you know, I'll be nice to this guy. And before I even left work that night, he had already started texting me over and over and over. So I immediately blocked his number. And then the next morning, I get a text from a different number same guy doing the same thing so then i threatened calling the cops and block that number and i get another text the next day from another number and this went on for about three or four months 
Um, and I never actually went to the police because it did like it stretched out long enough that I kind of forgot about it for a while until he texted again. And then that was the last time. But with the like it being that he did not know where I lived and I was very grateful for that. So that was another reason I wasn't as scared. But if I felt like I had to go to that step of getting a restraining order, I feel like that right. would be a really terrifying concept for me to think that he might have my address. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, that's definitely a circumstance where you wouldn't want. And, and I know that, right. I mean, that, look, everybody, none of us here are experts. So make sure that you check with your local, you know, county clerk's office or whatever and figure out yeah. what the re- requirements are. Because I was going to say, you could, if you just put a distance in the bar you work at. Um, yeah, no, and it's different. It is different that. in every state. Everything is different in every state, too. So mm-hmm. a little yeah. bit. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, and with that, uh, we're running along with, it's been a, a great conversation. I do want to point out there was, there's a case we were going to talk about today about Jamie stalker, not you, Jamie, different right. Jamie. Um, and the story is super interesting. It's episode 116, and it's titled trapping her stalker. Uh, so that's a great place to start. If you want to go check out strictly stalking, um, it's a super interesting one with about a woman who is being stalked and then, uh, and then tricked him. Tricked him at the end to, uh, to to get him caught. So check out episode 116. Their names are Jamie and Jake, and the podcast is called Strictly Stalking. There are over 160 episodes, and again, episode 116 called Trapping Her Stalker is one I would recommend that you should check it out. Uh, give it a listen. Check them out. Could be your next big true crime binge, Jake and Jamie. Thank you guys both so much for joining us. It's been an, I've really worked out my issues. Uh, <laughs> it's been a great therapy session. Uh, that should hold me over for a week now. I, I'm wondering if we should give a better help code or maybe yeah. talk space or something. Yeah, I mean, this is the perfect that. opportunity. The break. Uh, I, I was <laughs> going to say, I've never been a better opportunity for that kind of, that kind of, you know, I thought. True. Good one. This smart take. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thank you both. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, both of you. Crime Binge is an NBI Studios production and is distributed by Audioboom. Produced and edited by Kelly Barron's Brink. Our production manager and co-host is Erica Cantor. Music and show artwork was created by Shane Yoder of PutThemInASong.com and episode artwork is created by John Hayes. Our website, TrueCrimeBinge.com, was created by Katie Ross of CreatedInTandem.com. If you're a listener and would like to recommend a future guest or a podcaster that would like to request an interview, you can do so right on our website. And again, that web address is truecrimebinge.com. If you're enjoying the show, please do me a huge favor and take a minute to rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you're using to listen. Make sure you give us a follow on social media. We can be found everywhere at True Crime Binge. And thank you so much for listening. And make sure you tune in next Wednesday morning for another podcaster, another case, and another True Crime Binge.